0: Jerry Agar in for John Moore. He's still on vacation, will be for the week, and he'll join you again on Monday. Deb Hutton and John Tory Jr. in for me from 9 till noon. So yesterday there was a consequential meeting. It was the prime minister meeting with all the premiers talking about money from the feds to the provinces for health care. Doug Ford, Premier of Ontario, had this to say after the meeting.
1: Uh, This is the beginning. Uh, I always look at, you know, glasses half full. And again, it's good that we sat down and and I'll, I'll never refuse new funding. So let, let's see, uh, once we all absorb it, we go back
0: back home and and uh, we'll have questions. And and the, the prime minister is very open. They're there to answer the questions. Joining me now to follow up on this CTV political analyst and former federal NDP leader, Thomas Mulcair. Good morning. Good morning, Jerry. You said Monday on this very show that this was an enormously consequential meeting. How are you looking at it now? Yeah.
1: I think it was an important meeting, but I also think that the federal government has thrown in the towel on its gatekeeper role for a universal public system. And right now, everybody's just got to start talking about how we manage the transition to a different system. You you and I both grew up with with a system where our parents no longer had to worry about paying medical bills, and we brought in this great system. But we've also realized that to use the most frequently used word these days, it's broken. And could it have been fixed with more money? Well, not without some changes. And what we're doing clearly didn't work. And now we've got to try to do something else. So I think that it's a big moment. I think that Doug Ford is onto something when he says, okay, we've got to look at different methods of delivery. But of course, people who want to run those private clinics want to be able to cherry pick the people who come into them. Oh, sorry, you're a smoker. Stay in the public system. Oh, you've got a bit of obesity. Oh, stay in the public system. Uh, Ah, You've got an underlying condition. You can't come into my clinic. I want to keep my numbers good. So these are the types of things we're going to have to learn how to navigate. We've got to enforce rules on these private sector deliveries because what everybody is saying is nobody wants a system where you need a credit card to go in. You should only need your Medicare card, but there are so many ways around that. That's why the government's got to continue to play an important role.
0: Sure, and you—you uh, you used to be the NDP leader. Jugmeet Singh now is the NDP leader, and he had this to say. We
1: know that the solution to that is to hire more healthcare workers. Pierre Poilievre and the Conservatives are, are applauding and celebrating the private for-profit delivery. And Prime Minister Trudeau has done a major flip-flop here. He was initially very opposed to for-profit private delivery and now is calling it innovation. There's a choice in front of the Prime Minister. He can choose to fix the problem that we have, to rebuild our health care system and hire more healthcare workers and support that effort by working with
0: provinces. Or he can choose to continue down the path of for-profit private care, which is going to make things worse. All right. Well, as you've said, Thomas Mulcair, same old, same old, isn't going to work. Let's change. And the NDP needs to stop demonizing profit.
1: Well, here's, here's the tricky part. Where Singh is right is when he says that as recently as six months ago, If somebody had said to Trudeau, well, you know, the provinces want to have more private delivery, Trudeau would have said, no, no, that's an abomination. That goes against the system. And Singh was correctly quoting Trudeau when he said that Ford's plan was innovation. Here's where I respectfully disagree with Jagmeet Singh. Mr. Singh, for example, says that if we're going to have pharmacare, so coverage for your prescription medication, it has to be 100% public. Well, this is a simple fact. There is one province in Canada that has full, complete, extensive prescription drug coverage, and it's in Quebec. And it was the same siren song when it was being brought in. No private whatsoever, but the government made a wise decision. They brought in a hybrid model that kept the private insurance and the new public insurance side by side. And guess what, Jerry? In the cold light of day, that system, that hybrid system, actually works. So, what happens sometimes is some politicians are opposing a purely theoretical model, a pristine, pure model that is not going to work, and opposing that against something that is actually working and providing, in this case, the pharma care. So I know which side I'm on. I'm on the side of making sure that public protection, public interest is the only thing that governs here. And yes, you have to look at success and failure, take a cold, clear-eyed view of that, and say, okay, we've got to start doing things differently, but we've also got to make sure that the privateers are tightly regulated, something we're not very good at in Canada. The Americans know how to do enforcement in the public health field. We don't.
0: They have a higher uh, percentage of their health care in America is public than Canadians realize. But I always, as a guy who lived, worked and had health care in the United States, um, will push back against people when they want to act like the only comparison is the Canadian system and the American system. We should be looking at European systems. And, oh, absolutely. And they're not against having private clinics be a part of the mix. No,
1: no. In, in fact, I, I have dual French and Canadian citizenship and i can tell you because members of my family have received care i I couldn't figure out why this hospital in in one city why that was called a clinic and not a hospital and they said oh the word clinic refers to the fact that it's private but don't worry you still get in under the the public system and it's completely covered but this one just belongs to the doctors and they're efficient and they help you know they they help reduce costs in the system so you're completely right you know france is a very socialist model but it's also a model that's adapted in terms of public administration. And all they care about is quality health care. And you know what? You don't have any problem having a family doctor in France. You don't have any problem getting access to an emergency ward because people don't pack the emergency wards with little bobos simply because they can't see a family doctor.
0: All right. So the, the premiers, though, yesterday, Thomas Mulcair, they came out of there, if not disappointed, certainly it seems underwhelmed.
1: Well, they were, they were were they were right to be peeved, because there was sort of a double reason, a double whammy to be peeved. First of all, the feds had been busy spinning in mainstream media, like the biggest newspapers in the country, spinning that they were putting $100 on the table. Now, that would have been a big number, you know, even if it's over 10 years, and that would have been a very good starting point. But instead, what they got was a press release where the numbers were tarted up so much. It was just pure baloney they had the nerve to put out a number that was close to 200 billion but when you dug down it's precisely 4.62 billion a year for the whole country for the next 10 years so that's just disingenuous that's just trying to snow people and the people who put that together should have their rear ends kicked because they did no service to trudeau they did no service to um an open, honest discussion about healthcare. They were simply trying to win the day and the headline. Well, guess what? People know how to read the columns of numbers, and they were able to go through this thing and say, hey, this is BS. This is simply not true what you're putting on the table, and why don't you just have an open, honest, transparent discussion? They say that they want the real numbers from the provinces, but let's put it this way. The numbers that the feds put on the table were anything but real.
0: I found it interesting too. We played the clip a little bit ago of Doug Ford, and he was calling it a start. And he was saying, you know, we're working together. And I talked with Marie Stiles uh, or uh, um, Marika Walsh actually from the uh, Globe and Mail about this a little earlier. What a different personality as a leader Doug Ford is right now than when he first became premier.
1: Well, I mean, he's he's showing himself to be very uh, very dignified in in, in dealing with these issues, but he's also got an agenda. Let's not kid ourselves. You know, it's one of those big private clinics that's been there. It it, it survived uh, the the arrival of of, uh, Medicare in the the country. And that clinic in Toronto is one of the ones that, you know, is often used as a model, but that's a clinic that gets to pick and choose its patients. So I think that uh, Doug Ford, he knows what he wants. You know a system where if you've got a little bit of money you've got better access a lot of the provinces subsidize what are supposedly private schools but they're not really private if they're getting public money but what happens is you know the other you know working people they wind up having seen their taxes pay for the private schools of the the dentist that lives across the street and they know that the public school system is suffering it's underfunded. And this is what everybody who knows about public administration and the delivery of services is worried about here. Ford would love to be able to take care of the people he's building a new he's building a new highway for to get them to their cottages faster. He wants them to get their health care faster, even if that means that the whole public system starts to suffer. And this is where it becomes important to have an open clear-eyed public debate about what's actually on the table and what's required to continue to have a system that exists only in the public interest.
0: Well, when when one person moves out of the line to go somewhere else, everybody moves up in the line. So I think that's good. I'm running out of time, but I would just say this. You said at the very beginning here, Thomas Mulcair, that guys like you and me might remember when our parents had to pony up for the health care. And it made me think fondly on that moment when my father walked into my bedroom and said, you know what, Jerry, it's OK to get sick now. <laughs> and you've stayed healthy as can be. Yeah, I fooled them and all. And good for you. All right. Thanks very
1: much. All the best, Jerry. Take good care.